Yep. We're yep. we're here. I yep. just realized Tani, what is that thing behind you on the wall? Um right a, over your shoulder. A, that, yeah. That thing. That's a a poorly that's like a real home goodsy drawing of like two crows on a wire. Oh. It's like was, a, a a painting, I guess. Just two I don't crows have my, sitting on a wire. Oh, uh, I don't have my glasses on, but my eyes aren't that bad, but I guess you were kind of small on my screen. Oh, I thought it was like a weird appliance of some kind. It does kind of look like a mini split, like a he- heating and air situation, but no, it's That's a it's I a painting thought. that someone made for decor. Just a um, painting. There's also fun stomping going on above me. You know what I fucking hate are <laughs> Airbnbs. I'm Go done. off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking done. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. hotels from now on. Me too. Fuck this, man. Fuck yeah. these rules. Mm-hmm. Fuck these quiet hours. Fuck, fuck this time. The, the, the time I have to spend cleaning a place and then getting charged a cleaning fee. Yep. The cleaning is crazy. Well, also crazy. the the destruction of uh, neighborhoods and uh, the taking yes. of rent. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, rental properties. Absolutely. For the these displacing weird of actual private locals. hotels. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But also, these fucking cleaning rules. Am I right? Am I right? I know. Now I'm just doing a half-baked stand-up. But whatever. I'm in San no. Francisco. We're here for the Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Fest. And normally we stay in hotels, but shit was wild this year. So I just got an Airbnb. And never again. Um, I, I probably will again. <laughs> um, I feel bad every time, and I regret it every time. And I still often do it. Oh, yeah? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just, I guess that's that is the price. This is how, even even us people who are pretty cognizant of how evil tech companies are, because mm-hmm. they don't provide anything. They just steal shit. You know, well, they, if there's a public good or an exploitable person in the process of doing it, they'll do it and then say their innovation was technology. Wow, we're diving in, boy. Oh, wait, can I do the unrelated thing that I was all mad about on, on AI yeah. art? Oh, you yeah. You know all these AI-generated art things? Like Wally Do- or Dolly, Dolly or yeah, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but I th- there's like more, I think people are like very excited about them or the the world's dumbest, wackest people are very excited about them. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I wrote too much on Twitter about how it's not that, it's it's the same I realize they're the same as the camera people I hated when I was studying photography. These people that think like the tool is the thing that makes the art. Sure. As opposed to the art being the art. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's been this. Ex- I, I I was reacting to a specific um, some some guy who I assume is like a Silicon Valley dude that programs AI and like sure. just posted like some AI generated art of like, I think a woman in a space helmet or whatever, just like, you know, yeah, an an anime drawing that any any teenager with a might doodle uh, on their I guess these days iPad or whatever. Yeah, and it was like, it's isn't this like? Tell me this isn't art? And it's like, yeah, I mean it's fine, but like, th- this guy thinks that the fact that it was generated with a tool, mm-hmm. with like a specific tool, is is the reason it's art and not like. That it's just a corny picture that any fool, any <laughs> idiot kid could draw uh, and do draw constantly. Hell yeah. 
New York photography dirtbag Andrew is here to criticize AI art. <laughs> Here's what I will say. All I, all I will say is like, you know, like if fucking Leonardo da Vinci could get his hands on a camera, he would have had a, a heart attack. And, okay, and so like, not the is, Ninja Turtle. You're talking this about is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, but it's, you know, or whoever, just like, like, yeah. it, it's, it's not about what the tool is. It's just that these like tech people think like, they do think the tool is the important part of making art. These people yeah. would worship paintbrushes if they, if they were back in the fucking <laughs> medieval ages. Just like, how <laughs> dumb do you have to be to think the tool is the important part of how art is made? You're right. I don't care about any tools. That's why. I love, yo, I love a chisel. <laughs> I don't. I don't hold any tools to be sacred. It's just a tool. It's what you do with the tool. Yeah, that's why. It's so weird. That's why all weekend I've been. Um, I've been lucky enough to play a, a music festival, and I've been. You know, I've just been really lucky. I've had like Grover Cleveland's clarinet. Oh yeah, there was um, yes. <laughs> they let me play um, James K. Polk's forte piano. I really, I, I was basically just playing like I was doing like uh, the Benny Hill theme on that. Um, what else? I had a. Uh, let me see. What did I Google? Uh, uh, oh, you you came prepped. You prepped for a no, bit. No, I just wanted to look up the oldest. Uh, oh, this. I just wanted to look up. You know, I I wanted to see at what. Key Martin Van Buren's contrabassoon naturally <laughs> seemed to play in, so you know that was that was how I spent my weekend. Because fuck then, the tool, who cares about the tool? Andrew Jackson's little racist block of wood and, <laughs> and single mallet. Boink, boink, boink. Super, I'm racist. I'm racist. That's what Gerald called. Ford's keytar. The um, block would say. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I look. I, the pattern, obviously, part of it is that we are, uh, I think, both reacting and turning into uh, not turning into. I've always been this, but uh, it's easiest to react to the the Twitter racist news because um, oh, yeah. it's just so there. Um, so but be between this and the Little Mermaid, oh, so what happened was Lizzo played a crystal. For, okay, one honest to actual God question to the actual. I mean, I guess. We're all at some point music. I was never a woodwind person. Is a crystal flute real? What the fuck is a crystal? What the like fuck is a crystal flute? So it was James Madison's yeah. crystal flute. Does I mean I assume it works just because it's like, you know. Is it just a tube of glass? Is that just like blowing across a bottle top? <laughs> was she basically just playing fucking Zachary T Taylor's Taylor. <laughs> I, like old, old. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually Sam Adams's Sam Adams bottle. <laughs> hey, there we go. And the bit comes full circle. Um, all right, for you Kevin, keep talking. I'm actually know... going to search what is crystal. <laughs> <laughs> is crystal just a type of glass? Yeah, man. It's made out of sand and shit. Is it? Oh, is it different than... Uh, all right. I think it's just how it's cut. Look, that doesn't matter. What well, the, the story that we're riffing off of right now, in case you don't know what's glass. going on, is that the Library of Congress lent this item to Lizzo that no one knew existed. No one, none of these these conservative people knew that this thing existed. I didn't know this existed. Unless you're like a fucking flute head who knows every famous historical flute that's rolling around. You didn't know this thing existed. So they lent it to her so that she could play it. And she like twerked with it. And it was cute because she really plays the flute. So, yeah. I, and I guess this is yeah. a real instrument. 
She is the so most really famous flute player on earth by, by a million miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, crystal is a type of glass, but with added lead oxide or another metal oxide. Boom. Okay. So then uh, all these like fucking just boring pedantic sacks of flour like Ben Shapiro are talking shit about how it's besmirching our historical artifacts to let her twerk with it. Where I guarantee fucking no. to you, if anybody let Taylor Swift's white ass play one of these things, th- mm-hmm. nobody would say shit. Like they're just so blatant with their obvious well, racism yeah. and misogynoir. It's just so blatant that it's like you you would not care about this. You you, and, you have no reason to care about this. No one does. And the, I mean, it's the same. Look, the the thing I was trying to like set up a little bit before we went on the, our founding oh, yeah, fathers sorry. is no, no, no. That was better <laughs> than what I had to say. I just, I do want to say it a little bit, which is like, if if this is sounding remarkably similar in its like bones to the mm-hmm. um little mermaid shit it's because it is like mm-hmm. it, it is like like yeah the racists just don't like the existence of black people i mean the the some of the craziest shit i saw on twitter was like right wing people being like this is about humiliating white people like what um yeah it's like you know th- their language is like this very like eliminationist like this is like us or them they treat this as if this were violence upon white culture um as they did with the little mermaid thing james madison Um, a whole ass slave owner yeah and you want to talk about playing a dead man's glass you should how did he get why who's the first person who's like i got all this crystal in the smelter yeah what are we doing with it you want to make a flute flute for you want to make something definitely real breakable that you got to hold for, sideways and blow into? Um, Man, but I, I, I guess my, my thing is because because I feel like the other the then second level response to all this shit is like, don't give them what they want. You know, these clowns are just right. ginning up outrage, which is true. But I think the thing that I like to feel like is necessary to highlight some of the time with like this I, I, part of it is simply justifying the existence of this very podcast, but mm-hmm. um, it's not about changing these clowns minds or like, it's, it's just that like realizing that if, if these people are being, are moved by like, again, it's essentially it claims that this is, you know, the existence of black people in pop culture is violence against white culture Mm. or white people or whatever the you know the converse is it is violent rhetoric to try to get things going the other way and it, it, there's i guess what i mean is like there's no reasoning with these people like mm-hmm. anyone that is remotely like on the sort of like fox news right wing shit it's not like this is not these are not normal like people you can have disagreements with these are people yeah. for whom lizzo Again, the like a under any other circumstances, the most famous flute player in the world playing a flute. Also, That's like what the happened. least controversial pop artist in existence. Yeah. All she does is like yeah. dance and sing and make Honestly, happy songs. She should be more controversial because it because that's the other she part could stand of it. To there's, be for sure. <laughs> there's like no there's no respectability, right? There's nothing nothing a, right. a black person can do to right have their existence be anything other than violence against white culture right so that I, is why that's yeah. why the myth of that it is a myth of respectability it's like there is no amount that you can sanitize yourself as a black person in order to 
quote, play enough by the rules that you can appeal to the worst of these white people. And we've been taught, you know, so many of us have been taught that, you know, by engaging in these respectability politics, we can infiltrate their world and have greater success and not be judged by them. And it's just And they're just gonna, yeah, they just need to know. They just, they'll, 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 they just, once they're exposed to, you know, black folks or whoever, they'll learn. It's like, no, they're not. And, but not, this is also not like a small portion of conservative. No. People. This is like their mainstream, you know, cable news mouthpiece, like believes this stuff and says this stuff. And it's like, I just like, there's no like, there's nothing you can do to fix these people. No. It, it's sort of all. So, which is why like when, when people like talk about, when we talk about this show, it's like, oh, you can't, you can't fix racists by arguing with them or calling them racist pieces of shit, fucking idiot asshole pieces of idiot. <laughs> uh, but that's not the point. The point is to like protect the people who matter, which is just, mm-hmm. you know, and, and no making people understand that there is a community and that just like, even though it feels tedious to constantly speak out about this shit, it's like, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck everybody. Anyway, um, I'm going back to the festival later today and I'm excited to see um, Cardi B twerk on yeah, Herbert Hoover's yeah. hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> what is a you guys know what a hurdy-gurdy? It's like a I'm sideways ask. violin. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucked up little like weirdo violin it, thing. Is that the shit that has like a... Let me look it up. I feel, I feel like I saw one at the Renaissance. That's that's the one that has like a weirdly mechanical part. Yeah, right? it's got a hand-cranked turn. Yeah. Oh, man. I should have said we need to watch Meg the Stallion hand crank Herbert Hoover's hurdy gurdy. <laughs> oh, well. well. We'll keep workshopping it. Um, it's got a wheel on it. It looks like right, a yeah, it's single it's... notes. So it's not polytonal, which is the, it's, it's, some of the worst instruments in the world are the ones that you can't just like make any sort of chords on. It's like you get one note at a time and it's going to sound bad. <laughs> and it's like a it's like a steampunk thing. Yeah. Kind of. Look at that thing. Oh, yeah. Showing them a picture. Um, Oh, yeah. I'd be remiss if I didn't say, welcome to the podcast, yo, is this racist? This is the podcast where A person who plays the hurdy is called a (laughs) hurdy-gurdist. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that is the best thing I've heard in a long time. (laughs) A hurdy-gurdist. New Tinder bio. Virgo, Hurdy Gertist. Hurdy Gertist. Oh my God, that's incredible. Um, oh, I'm Tony News, and that's Andrew T. Our producer, Kevin Bartel. We eventually get to your voicemails about racism, but first, we're taking our fucking we do 15 time. minutes of uh, loosely planned improvised stand up <laughs> on <laughs> presidents and their ancient instruments. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. It looks like a weapon in like a Sherlock Holmes movie when they're like, "What is this?" and he's like, "You you will be a hurdy gurdist." Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks yeah. right. It looks like it fires like one bullet every ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once you level up the hurdy gurdy, the shit's all the shit's popping mm-hmm. off. Or it shit shoots out, out like control. a rope, so you can escape like through the window. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Oh God, um, guys, I, yeah, I'm doing still... great, but yes. also bad. But 
I can't believe you're here trying to give me the option to not come to the record today. As the audience can hear, I do sound like mm, some someone who's not me. I honestly, you to me, you actually sound fine. Oh, great! Yeah. Okay, great. You sound Um, you sound great and normal, but I understand. I feel like feel like go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I feel like I sound like I do at the, I feel day two of a convention. And that's yeah. typically when the little kids come up to me and go, you don't sound like Mariner. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel wow. like the three of us kind of collectively woke up together as we like joined the Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I I was really, I was struggling a little bit. I had no coffee in me yet. Tawny was still waking up. Andrew was kind of like a little disheveled. And then I like as we all late. caught up, I think at a certain point we're like, okay, I think we're ready now. <laughs> Just call me. Well, to take it, yeah. We're good. We're doing good. Yeah. I also have a terrible coffee. That's okay. All right, let's go to the. You don't like your coffee? No, it's really bad. It's some San Francisco bullshit. It's a vegan bulletproof coffee. I just wanted a normal coffee. Vegan bulletproof. Interesting. So I have like what? Oil? Just a a a seed oil in it? I couldn't tell you. (laughs) Couldn't tell you. But it's not going well. Damn player, man! This right, feels well, like a rant my dad would get into of like vegan wine, Kev. You you see this? I'm sorry, I thought it was all vegan. It's freaking grapes, my man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, wait. Kevin does Act- his dad's stand up. <laughs> yeah, actual <laughs> excellent bit. Actual like this is this is I know this is the type of question that dickheads ask vegan people, but since since we're all here and it's just the three of us and not one other person's listening to me ask this incredibly ignorant question yeah that's true we cut the stream long ago um is there really nothing in the process of wine that's not vegan i guess i just assumed there was something you can do anything to wine you can fucking swirl a stick of bacon around in the cask if you want people do wild shit for i guess for I flavor notes so yeah like that yeah okay. it should be um, vegan but people do weird shit i'm stupid Right. I also think it's probably like smart branding of companies to just like put stuff like that on things you would assume are vegan, but just to say like, oh, look, also we're vegan friendly. Like it might yeah. also be like a branding yeah. thing. That has yeah, it might also be like their yeah. winery, you know, if they're not, they don't want to serve cheese and stuff. Like it might yep. just be like a whole mm-hmm. vegetarian mission. carrots. Oh, mm-hmm. I had such a good peach the other day. Ooh, Vegetarian carrots is definitely a band playing at this festival <laughs> this weekend. Um, and this is all the type of bullshit you'll hear on Yo Can We Live. Wow. <laughs> if you go to sub- suboptimalpods.com, uh, you can find our premium show. Oh, where, I got to edit Dale Dudes today. Where we're mostly hungover. <laughs> like all right. Just figuring out what's next. <laughs> this I, is great. I like our bad episodes. I think our bad episodes are our best ones. I agree. Um, they're all my children equally. Okay, let's <laughs> we'll take an ad break and come back. <laughs> And now we're back. Fucking um, perfect. We're nailing it. And I one I'm one like episode is not my my favorite baby, but you have to go back to the archives and figure out which. Just Ooh. just uh, get on Twitter and just uh, add me and put the episode number, and uh, I'll let you know if that's the one that is my the the one less good episode. Okay. You you realize you just asked our audience to go and just select all the episodes they don't like. So now you're going to get a deluge of things people don't like. Mm-hmm. No, they they need to find great. the one I don't like. If you if you don't okay. like it, listener, I probably do like it because I hate you. Wow. 
There's a lot to think about. All right. Let's, uh, uh, should we try doing a voicemail? Did I even put the voicemails in the right place? I think so. I, I had a really cold <laughs> moment two seconds ago where I was like, should I even? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. Him. Here we go. Hi, uh, longtime listener, first time caller. Um, okay. So, um, I'm half white, half Mexican. I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but just wanted to say that. Um, and, um, I know of three people, one of them is my family members, um, who have like mixed babies, um, who look, who look very ethnic to me and they swear up and down their babies look white, which I just nod and smile because like, whatever, that's your kid. But like, (laughs) why don't you just be proud of like you and your race and your baby and your culture and how your baby looks like why do you you have to say oh my baby looks so white oh my god i love it i don't know it's just so strange to me i'm also six months pregnant but um i mean whatever my baby looks like whatever um it's fine um i know you guys aren't huge on kids but (laughs) see what you guys thought about that and yeah hopefully that was under a minute okay thanks you guys bye-bye it's one of our uh campaign notes we're not huge on kids. Not huge on kids. Caller, you did great. I people do people really think we like can't comment on kids. <laughs> we say that it is all the so time. Funny. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we don't. We're like, you know, that's about like raising their kids. It's not about talking to adults. We're tough about- on crime. Not huge on kids. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> whatever i'll take responsibility for this i feel like enough times when people bring kid questions i'm like i don't know i'm not having kids i don't really love kids i don't know the answer to this because kids 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 so yeah I think the caller was just like i know don't you know yeah nah i don't think that nah you're whatever i like this caller they did everything right yeah, yeah. This I, isn't I, about I do too. kids this could be any age of person that's it's true. about it's about your whack-ass family what it let's talk about it as though it was like i'm I'm like, I have a friend <laughs> who's black as hell. And I keep saying how white they look. <laughs> Just like a 30-year-old woman. <laughs> um, My friend Jen looks so white. I mean, that prop that does that, things like that do happen. Yeah. You know, that is sort of the like. I mean, gosh. Uh, I feel like the, you know, it's some version of like there's people of every race, but I see it a lot in Asian folks wanting to be pale skinned. Mm-hmm. You know, that's probably some version of this like a good hair type jam. Although I guess that is often directed at children as well. Sure. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. It's weird that, I don't know. It's weird to say that your kids look like something that they're not. Yeah. Well, I, I I look the thing that I could almost see is I guess depending on um who is speaking I it, it I'm going to do a weird benefit of the doubt even though I know the caller knows their family and so this is probably not the dynamic that's happening here but mm-hmm. there is some world where if you have mixed um mixed babies and their whiteness or whiteness is not something you're proud of you would see their their whiteness might hold extra salience to when you look mm. at them. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a very weird way of saying that thing no, I that I just saying. tried to mm-hmm. communicate. The people that are know. like, "Look at my pale ass kid," and like, joking about it, like, "Yeah, 
oh my gosh, why doesn't she take more after me or this yeah. family member or whatever? Yeah, it feels un- it feels like the unspoken thing that is the only reason why you would call in is because mm-hmm. it's the it's the people that value whiteness or you know which mm-hmm. filters down to things like valuing lighter skin and and you know the yeah. colorism and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for that reason, I mean, I think you know. It, the, for the caller, there is some version of like, look, they're going to be saying this shit about your baby soon. So mm-hmm. there is a world of like, what is it that you value? Why is it so important to you that they look white? Why do you think, you know, but mm-hmm. what does that accomplish ever? Rarely or, anything good. Yeah. There's also just like a way to maybe just say like, I don't know, to like not address the exact sticky thing, but just say something. Because I assume this is happening in front of the kid, which is super damaging and fucks the kid up as they grow yeah. up, no matter, no matter how it's intended. For whether sure. you're yeah. saying it because you value the way they look or because you don't, right? it's going to mess that kid up. So maybe maybe there's a way to just be like, I really love her hair. Her hair is so curly or whatever. You know, just a way that's like a supportive thing about the kid's features that doesn't place value on, on yeah. the weird colorism part of it. I don't know. I mean, yeah. It, it is like a... So I, I'm going to describe the thing that I do with my one, of, one set of my friend's kids that I'm not positive is... Good. It, it, there's a world where this is simply as toothless as the, like, you know, the, 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 uh, the calling people, like, melanin challenged or calling white people melanin mm-hmm. challenged or whatever that like weird mm-hmm. mic drop from the 90s that are like yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's the how would you feel if it's if r- the whole weight of racism went the other way um kind of jam but i to my i have um uh a set of mixed uh half half chinese half white kids that i'm really close to and i tell them all the time to their face i you guys used to look so much more Chinese. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. Andrew. I don't think... <laughs> you just, Kevin just doubled over. <laughs> I don't think the joke really lands. The but dad's like, Andrew's can't. on his way, and the kids are like, oh, okay. Um, Great. I can't really Can I go help. to soccer today? You don't have soccer today. Really. I just want to be out of the house. <laughs> no, we're buddies, but I, it is just like a, a thing where I'm like, this is not a good joke. I just do it all the time. I do it reflexively. I just kind of, I'm like, it's also, I guess part of this comes back to the caller and maybe Tawny's uh, point, which is like, I'm like good ish with kids, but that's because my bit with kids is to talk to them like they're adults. And that's funny to me, but that bit runs out of steam, like right around hour two. Or, or at the end, them. <laughs> end, end of outer. Yeah, well, because that's the thing is I can't actually talk to them like they're adults, mm-hmm. you know, because for various reasons, they mm-hmm. don't do a lot of adult things. Their brain hasn't finished forming. Mm-hmm. I truly, at one point, I was like out of things to say to one of the kids. And I was this close to just being like what I would do in a normal awkward conversation. And literally was almost like, can I get you a beer? <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you we were at a friend's a kid's birthday party uh, when we first moved to LA and it was like all these toddlers and small kids running around and I'm sitting there with Nate who also is like d- Nate actually likes kids he's good with them but like we just don't suffer whining well at all and this kid ran up to 
our friend, the, the mom, and was like, I want to watch Rio. I want to watch Rio. The other kids won't let me watch Rio. I want to watch Rio. Just over and over, the mom's like ignoring him. And finally, Nate turns and looks this kid dead in the eye and goes, do you understand that time is infinite? So in a sense, you are always watching Rio. <laughs> it shut that kid up, man. It gave him something to think about. Damn. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty. He made that's... that kid's spine go cold. <laughs> oh. Well, it doesn't help that when, when Nate says that shit and there's just like a little like halo of lightning around him mm-hmm. and like he levitates like three inches off the ground. Just a it's just It's just unnerving. Yeah, it's not full on. Like nah. full on Dragon Ball Z. I guess I'm I think. always eating ice cream then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and never eating ice cream. Um yeah. It's I I yeah, I, I just uh anyway, I, I make jokes like that to the kids and could be better. Could be better. I don't know. Could be worse. Yeah. But it could be better. Everything could be worse and could be better. And that's true. But I think the the best advice for this caller is, yeah, like when you have your kid, just get ready for how you're gonna protect them from the from the yeah. Uncle Andrews of the world. <laughs> okay, and worse, and worse, and worse, and worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think maybe that's that's the thing. Is like, yeah, for like it or not, like this is gonna be a dynamic that's gonna be applied to someone that you are responsible for, mm-hmm. and probably you unfortunately do got to do something about it. And the most annoying version of it is some version of like, what is it that you people value so much about whiteness? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just mm-hmm. not that fun to do, but probably some version of it's got to go down is mm-hmm. my guess. Oh. So mm-hmm. good luck, caller. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, another voicemail? Let's do another voicemail. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Dear Andrew, Tommy, and guest, I'm a 47-year-old white guy just trying to do my best. Last night, I found out I'm going to be a grandfather, and I was just, you know, my first move was, I had Google, cool grandfather terms. And then I thought, what? wait a minute, what am I allowed to use? <laughs> Is it okay for me to be an OG? Or, you know... What? Do I have to stick to sort of white cultural grandfather terms? Thanks for all the content. Uh, bye. White I will be honest. Cultural grandfather. It did not occur to me <laughs> that so that uh, this was a real family talk episode of Yo's is racist. Yeah, I would have. Um, we have neither. I would not have surface. been this hungover if I knew it was a, it was such a family friendly Disney Channel. Well, type also today we don't have advice for people raising kids, and we definitely don't have advice for grandparents. But yet, there's still shit we got to say and have to say. What's um, an OG? Oh, I didn't bother looking it up, but I assume it's uh, just another languages. I don't even know how to look it up. I'm just gonna. St- Search OGI. Spell it a bunch of problematic ways until you come up with something. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, I guess is the caller saying they're looking for thing like something for the kids to call him? That's what I was. That's yes. What I think, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. This is on the level of like. Um, I'm looking up like Ojin, who's like an emperor of Japan. Is that? Something? It sounded. I have no idea. 
Um, I don't know. I guess what I mean is, but it sounds like a, you know, like, um, um, you know, I, I see that I see this increasingly actually like, like kind of this like anglicizing or Americanizing like Chinese, uh, like in Chinese, you mm-hmm. call your um, paternal grandfather. Yeah, yeah. Or in Mandarin, I guess. And then you you see that kind of like sort of creeping over into people's like English vernacular. I don't know. It's it's like right at the line when it's like a thing that sort of makes sense for you. Right. Um, but yeah. Also, look, ultimately, I don't care what you do, caller. I want to spare you some embarrassment you know, if you do, if you do select some other culture's word, and then you, you know, heaven forbid, you meet some of those people out in the world, <laughs> and they hear your grandchild call you this, this is gonna be uncomfortable. Don't, don't those terms for grandparents come from the kids? Yeah. Don't kids well, mess up your those... name and call you like poop poop oh, or whatever the fuck, and then you're like, well, that's, that's how poop poop yep. got his name. Why, how gram- the fuck are you reverse engineering? My grandma's name was Mary Lou, and I couldn't say, she was like, call me Lulu. And I was like, two, and I was like, foo, foof. And so for 30 years, I've called my grandma foof. Just yeah. because I couldn't pronounce her name. Oh, I, I <laughs> think, this ain't I for think you th- to decide, man. But I think I think you can really strongly influence uh, um, I guess, yeah. Infants. That feels crazy. Like, mm-hmm. this is pop pop, or whatever the fuck. Sure. Like, I and, think that that's mm-hmm. the level of thing that can happen sure well try and influence them with something normal just just be like yeah. grandpa or whatever and they're not yeah. going to say it right because they don't have words yet mm-hmm. yeah but but they're like specifically like, and then well yeah that's, the rest of your life <laughs> i think that is how those types of like baby name things get it's it's that like it's a common infant mispronunciation of the word for whatever you are in that native language mm-hmm um and it, you know it's often a double syllable like a repeated syllable because that's how fucking dumbass fucking babies brains work wow can't even come up with a Uncle different Andrew's syllable back. um <laughs> but yeah like like so so to the extent that like this white person wants to be called a different like type of fucking phoneme from a different language it's gross like, what is the point of doing that other than sort of just like ownership of another culture to yeah. exotify yourself? Yeah. If you want to influence a kid, try and get him, have him call you fucking Zeppelin. Be like, hi, yeah. kid, my name's Keith Richards and see what the kid ends up saying. Yeah. He'll be like, you'll be Kiki in a minute. And then it'll be like a cute story. How? Oh, how'd you become Grandpa Kiki? Yeah. Well, I was trying to get my kid to call me Keith Richards. <laughs> Just, just have him. Just have the kid. Just look at the kid every time they say something cute. Just like, like, uh, no, I please, I prefer to be called, and then say your full government first, middle, last, mm-hmm. uh, Frank name. Zappa, and then yeah. just, just like, like offer them a, a good one, like a business handshake, a business handshake. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm now in favor of Zappa. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. It kind of sounds like Grandpa. Yeah. We just gave I, you the cool... You called in with kind yeah. of a dumb question. Caller, we love you. But this is kind mm-hmm. of a, stu- a silly one. Mm-hmm. But we just gave you the coolest grandpa name in existence is yep. to be called Zappa. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You know Please what? Please call me Keith Richards. <laughs> 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 
I, yeah, you Derek, why off. does your grandson call you Keith Richards? <laughs> why does your grandson call you Keith Viffith? <laughs> Keith Viffith. Well, well, you were listening to Exile on Main Street. Um, <laughs> God, that's. I'm mad that we just came up with such a great solution. Mm, this I don't. It's like for the caller. It's like what? Like really though? Think about this impulse to like. Oh, I want to be called something in a different language that i don't speak or like some other cultures like thing it's like what like just picking it off of google is what makes it gross if there's yeah. like a mild argument that if you have some actual connection to this but just being like ooh, what's what's a what's a different non-white thing i can be called um it doesn't yeah, make it weird. it doesn't make it cute just because it's a baby thing it's that's still based on like a different language Mm-hmm. Yep, and it doesn't ever make a cue because it's a baby thing. Because we hate babies, am I right? Canonically, Andrew, we don't hate babies. We just don't ha- have anything to do with them. I do. That's my business, stance. I have business nothing handshake. To do with them. Can I get you a beer? <laughs> <laughs> you want to drive? <laughs> the closest I ever came to wanting a kid is I watched someone take a baby and throw him straight up in the air and catch him, and I was just like, oh. That looks like fun. And then I was like, I think I could do that with a purse, though. <laughs> I will say, I will say this. I, so these, these kids in question, um, one of <laughs> I'm them. I'm so terrified to know who these kids are. The family, I could, pr- I probably could tell you on mic. And actually, I will I say this. I have a this, hunch if, who it is. If you're a long-term listener to the show, you a yes. thousand percent could figure this out. <laughs> oh, um, I know who it is. Oh, okay. Um, but I was with, I was with these kids, uh, two of them at uh, the Angel City soccer game. Go Angel City, although it was a very uh, disappointing end to the season. Um, mm-hmm. But um, one of them wanted to go early, so their mom was like, hey, can you just watch the older one and just like go through the rest of the game? And, you know, I did, had fun. That was where I briefly like had to stop myself from offering to buy this kid a beer. Um, (laughs) But also at the end of it, I was, it, it only truly, cause it's like, all right, like I got a little, it's basically in my head. I treat it as like having a drunk friend that you have to take care of. (laughs) However, uh, there are, there are a couple things that you can't do uh, when you're caring for a child. And one of them is simply getting an Uber and putting the kid in it and letting them go to the house, which I did not do. But until I, I literally had whipped out my phone, I was like, I can't put a fucking child in, unsupervised <laughs> in, a, in an Uber. Uh, I don't know, but like, I'm going to say seven, middle nine, school. Tens. Oh, no, like, elementary like elementary school. school. Okay. Yeah. That's a little small. I mean, I know parents either. That. Uh, who cares? I, you should not do it. Yeah. Is it certainly not that that can't have been an unparent consulted plan? Yeah, sure, which it sure, which sure, it sure. absolutely was. Up. It absolutely was in my head. Sure, uh, sure, sure. Okay, that makes again. Sense. As soon as the the actual logistics and the reality of it were put before me, I came to my mm-hmm. senses. But I was like, oh damn, I gotta actually get this kid home in person, which makes sense. But I'm mm-hmm. stupid. Um, wow. well, it makes sense, but I'm stupid is pretty much the theme of this podcast. <laughs> that so, is fucking true. Thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, we, we whipped through this episode with wild efficiency, but I think we all deserve it today. Yeah. Um, we got hurdy gurdy lessons in a half an hour. We got to prep for <laughs> Ooh, I got to gird my gird. Yeah. Oh I got to stretch God. my 
crank arm. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I gotta grease the wheel of the hurdy gurdy. I did sure looking that at the picture of single pitch comes out. <laughs> looking at the picture of the hurdy gurdy, here is my actual question: mm-hmm. How do you operate it? Did we evolve? It, <laughs> it yeah. looks like it takes like fifteen hands. There's so many things on it. See, well, when you're a hurdy gurdist, you never hurdy gird alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you do though. You had a hurdy gird in a group. It takes hurdy a hurdy. <laughs> That's it. It takes a hurt. Well, to uh, that's uh, <laughs> that was uh, at Kevin J. Bartel, yep. uh, uh, at Trotty Newman, at Andrew T, uh, suboptimalpods.com to <sighs> get uh, access to um, our bonus show, Yo Can We Live, which I'll be frank, you basically got on Yo's <laughs> Racist We did it backwards because <laughs> I forgot to tell the story about the woman in Mill Valley who asked if Bethany and I were sisters and then told me she had five black boyfriends um, wow. you still can we were, we're that's the whole still story plenty of runtime yeah that's the whole story and my joke was because she came up and she had thick glasses and white hair and my joke was don't ask if we're sisters i didn't ask you if you were the old man from up <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's the whole story Mill Valley, yeah, race, white racist guy. white lady got burnt <laughs> All right, it's time to go. We're going to do Toddy, another show. Toddy, Toddy Newsome destroys racist. God, what on, if we were a, U, a YouTube show? Yeah, on her YouTube channel. Yeah. What oh Pixar God. movie do I know you from? Yeah. <laughs> Owned. Oh, All right. Uh, 323 That's 323-389-RACE. Um, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. We're all done. Okay, go. goodbye, everyone. Peace. Goodbye. This is Sub-Optimal.